You are listening to the Moms Full Circle Podcast, a place for moms or moms-to-be to come together and support one another, laugh together, maybe cry together, ask your most random baby questions to judgment-free, and tune in to hear all things motherhood. As a mama myself, I know the importance of having a tribe to lean on during this wild ride. I hope this podcast will do that for you too. So grab a cup of coffee or maybe a glass of wine, probably the video monitor too, and let's dive in. Hey you guys, welcome back to the Mom's Full Circle podcast. Today I have a guest on the podcast to chat with us all about preparing for childbirth, but in a way that maybe you are not as traditionally used to. I know as a first-time mama, this was a much different um, preparation and approach to childbirth that I kind of wish I knew about before, but I'm going to burp bookmark it for later, and I hope that you will too. Before we dive into today's conversation, I wanted to remind you guys that we've got the Mom's Full Circle Workout subscription up and running. These are the workouts that I'm doing in my postpartum journey, and I invite you guys to join me. They're all 40 minutes or less because I do not want to spend hours doing my workout. It's a combo of full body workouts, cardio and core, upper body, lower body, all workouts that you can do anywhere because all you need are a pair of dumbbells and a resistance band. I'm going to put the link underneath in the show notes for you guys to check it out, subscribe, and join me on this postpartum journey. The goal is to just feel empowered, feel good, take time for ourselves, and really devote time to some self-care throughout our week. So I hope you guys will join me. I hope you enjoy this episode and I will catch you at the end. Hey you guys, welcome back to the Moms Full Circle podcast. Today I have Dr. Betsy on the podcast to talk all about preparing for childbirth, labor and delivery, all that good stuff. So welcome to the podcast. I'm going to hand it right off to you so that you can tell us more about you and what you do and how you got into this field. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on. I absolutely love being on podcasts. I love listening to all the motherhood podcasts out there. And I was actually listening to one of yours last night about um, how, how to give ourselves grace, which is just so fitting in the time of life that I'm in. So I am trained as a doctor of physical therapy. I specialize in women's health therapy. And in the years that I worked as a physical therapist, I came to have a heart for pregnancy and postpartum women especially moms who are preparing for childbirth. And that's kind of gotten me into this online space to help moms prepare holistically for childbirth. So that's where I'm at now. I've stepped away from my role as a physical therapist, which is so interesting because I went to, you know, seven years of training um, and to step away from that role, but it's allowed me to help women globally feel empowered for birth and step away from that fearful mindset that so many of us are in. And it's just been a very rewarding experience. So that's who I am. I'm a mama to two boys. I have a two and a half year old and a three month old and running my own business and being a wife and taking care of the home. You know, we wear so many hats as moms and yeah, I'm in this phase of life where I'm like, okay, I need to give myself grace. I need to take it one day at a time and be okay with every day being different. Mm -hmm. I'm happy that I got to have some time to come on this podcast today. I know. I I appreciate that because you certainly have your hands full, but it's good that you are taking that perspective, giving yourself grace, taking it one day at a time because that's kind of all you can do. (laughs) I know. That's all we can do, really. Now, 
getting into this field with preparing for childbirth, helping women feel empowered, was this something that kind of through your own personal experience that you felt like you were led this way or like how did your personal experience impact that? Sure. So it all kind of started when I was a woman's health physical therapist. I was noticing all of my postpartum moms coming in to see me for urinary incontinence or pelvic pain or pain with intercourse, you know, leaking was running, all of these different symptoms. It often started from pregnancy and childbirth, and many of them felt absolutely traumatized by their birth. It made me realize that women are not prepared fully for birth, otherwise we wouldn't feel so traumatized coming out of it. And I started teaching all of my pregnant patients as a physical therapist how to physically prepare for birth. I thought, I have all this information on the pelvic floor, I understand anatomy, I understand the physiology of birth, so I was giving them all a piece of the puzzle, which was my expertise. When I got pregnant with my firstborn, Noah, I thought, this is going to be a breeze. I'm a pelvic floor PT, I know what's going on. I trained physically for birth, and then... I had to be induced. I was talked into an induction because I was 41 weeks pregnant. Now I know that that is not a medically necessary reason to be induced if you and baby are healthy. But from the get-go, I felt like I had already failed because I was being induced and I was hoping for an unmedicated delivery. So from that point, no matter how much physical training I did, I couldn't get through this birth without this negative mindset. I couldn't work out of that. So after I gave birth, my baby was healthy, I was healthy. But it was a 36-hour traumatizing experience, and I realized, okay, I had one piece of the puzzle, but mindset training, spirituality training, actually becoming the best version of myself for my birth room, no matter how my birth plays out, I hadn't prepared for that at all. So I went on a year-long self-discovery, reading all of the research, taking classes that didn't even have to do with childbirth, but that had to do with pain management, that had to do with living your best life and mindset training. And I put all of that into a birth course because I didn't want any mother to experience what I felt, which was from the get-go feeling like I've already failed. I think childbirth is one of the most beautiful things that a mother is a woman we can go through. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's difficult. It's intense. But we shouldn't ever feel like we failed, no matter the outcome. So that's my mission through my birth course, through being present on the internet to help moms feel empowered, to get away from this narrative. When did this narrative start right that it's something to be feared when it's something that we were created to do yeah I love that and did you find like with that mindset work and the the different approach that you took did you find that with your most recent birth that labor and delivery was a lot more smooth for you Yes. So I decided to go for a home birth because I really didn't want, you know, the induction. I wanted to have a more natural minded midwife. So I went to the home birth and it was the most intense thing I've ever done. I can't say it was this pain free birth. I think that some theories out there say, you know, we can have a pain free birth. Some moms are able to do that. The most, most of us, that intensity can be painful at some point. But my mindset was so different going into this birth that it didn't matter that it was intense. It was an intensity with purpose. It was pain with purpose. It was something that I was able to get through, something that I believed that I could do. And there was no escape, meaning mm-hmm. um, in the in most hospitals, the nurses, the doctors are like, okay, time for the epidural. When do you want it? We should do it now because we can't guarantee you can have it later. We're busy, so on our time... Now it's time for these drugs and interventions. And there's nothing wrong with 
epidurals. There's nothing wrong with interventions, but I wanted to experience birth through my own body. And that's not something I ever would have been able to do without the mindset training. The mindset is key when it comes to childbirth. Yeah. Something I didn't know. Even with all of my training as the doctor of physical therapy, I did not realize that until I went through a pretty traumatizing birth the first time around. Yeah, it's. I connect a lot with your story with your first birth. Um, my daughter is my first. And same sort of thing. Like, you know, we did the standard, what the hospital recommended for your birth class. And at the time, I didn't know any better. So I figured like, yeah, this is this is great. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Um, but like you said, there's that stigma of fear and pain around childbirth. So I was already going into it, you know, with what's it going to be like? Is it going to hurt so bad? You know, and same sort of thing. It did not go as planned. I had uh, 43 hours of labor and then ended up with a C-section. Um and say, you know, you get that feeling of failure. You and I got to that point where I would say by like day two of being in labor, my mindset was just like shot. You know, I was just like, I can't do this. I'm done. And my husband's trying to talk me out. And you know, it's once you get to that place, it's like it is, it's such a roadblock and everybody's kind of coming at you. And I appreciate what you're sharing because I think that it's just Yes, we need to be um, educated about what happens in the hospital or wherever you give birth or ways you give birth, but it's this mindset is a huge second piece that you don't realize how much it can play into your experience. Exactly. And going off, you know, the hospital birth classes, I took one too, my first my first pregnancy, and the nurses were lovely. They were fun, they had their jokes, they touched on small parts that I believe are the most important parts of a birth class, like being on the same page as your birth partner, you know, having good communication there. Your birth partner should have so many hands-on and nonverbal verbal techniques to help you through birth. So they were just kind of skimming the surface. They didn't even talk about pelvic floor. They didn't talk about pushing or breathing, but I left feeling happy because they were nice. And even in the back of my mind, as a physical therapist, I thought, huh, why are they talking about the pelvic floor? The pelvic floor is, you know, those are the muscles that tear. And if we haven't prepared that area, we have more birth trauma, more tearing postpartum. But to what you were saying with your own birth experience, a big part, too, is being okay with the uncontrollable and knowing that it may not be the outcome that we we're hoping for there's a stigma that you have failed if you have a cesarean birth. I'm sorry, but it takes a strong woman to get through a cesarean birth. You know, it takes a lot of strength to go through a birth that way. And in my birth class, I have moms reflect on what is their philosophy surrounding cesarean. We can't just ignore it and say, but that's not going to happen to me. We need to actually sit with that and decide what are my philosophies and beliefs if I end up going down that route, whether it has to be planned or if it's emergent. And that's not something that's covered in birth classes. And I think as moms, we need to have those conversations so that we can feel better about ourselves no matter how we give birth. Yeah, it's such a good point. And even when you brought up, you know, the pushing and how it's not really touched on your right. Like I remember I I got to the hospital and, you know, we get to that point and they basically are just like, okay, you can start pushing. And I looked at them and I was like, how? Like, 
I, what do you mean? You know, and they don't cover, you, you know, that. And like you said, the pelvic floor in my experience, my daughter was like facing the wrong way with her back and she couldn't fit under. And I'm like, when I think about it later, I feel like if I kind of understood like the physiology of what was going on down there, like I felt so uneducated in that moment because I was just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I'm just going to listen to what you're saying, you know, and and do whatever I got to do to get her out. But there are so many pieces I think that are missing that are huge parts of labor and delivery. Exactly. And when I created my birth course, I kind of had this imposter syndrome thinking, you know, who am I to create a birth course? I'm a physical therapist. I'm not. Most of the time, it's either labor and delivery nurses or doulas that teach birth classes. But there's that major piece missing, which is the understanding of anatomy and physiology and preparing our muscles, preparing our low back, our hips, our pelvic floor, understanding breath mechanics and how our glottis, our diaphragm, our core muscles, how everything needs to work together. And it's, I actually teach anatomy in my birth class. And I encourage my moms, listen, you don't have to be an anatomy nerd like me, but you need to have a foundational understanding of your body because otherwise when you get to your birth room, they tell us to hold our breath and push. Um, That's not the most, that's not the safest way to push in order to decrease pressure through the pelvic floor, to decrease your chance of perineal tearing. Um, Doctors think it's the most efficient and nurses and doulas think it's the most efficient just because they haven't had that training, you know, Um, and there is a pendulum shift. More and more of them are becoming aware of different push techniques of better labor and delivery positions, but it's not there yet for every hospital, for every practitioner. And, you know, moms deserve to have this education. So, you know, they're not here in the headlights when it came time to pushing. And oftentimes too, a lot of moms go through that work. They know there's better ways to push, but then they're so exhausted by the time it gets it's time to push and the doctors are teaching them one way. They have no, you know, wherewithal to be like, no, actually I want to try a different way. So mm-hmm. I even talk my moms through how to have, make sure your birth partner's on your, the same side, your doula. So they can be like, Hey, we want to try something different. Remember this. Cause you're kind of, it's not an out of body experience birth. Um, and we may forget what we were hoping to do, what mm-hmm. we wanted to try. Yeah. So there's, there's just so much preparation work. I always say it's like a marathon, you know, people train months and months for a marathon, maybe a year. And that marathon is what, four to six hours to run a marathon. Um, but how long is birth for you? You said it was 42 mm-hmm. hours, 46. That's a long time. And if we have not trained during our pregnancy, preparing ourselves, you know, it's more than just printing off cute birth mantra cards to stare at. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more than that. And we are starting to realize that. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. And that kind of segues perfectly into, you know, I think a lot of times we spend time preparing the registry, preparing the nursery and all those exciting, fun things that we forget to kind of do some of these other pieces. So you kind of, you did touch a little bit on, but what would you say are some of the big key pieces that really all women could be doing to help prepare themselves for childbirth? Mm-hmm. Um, I always say we need to prepare physically, mentally, and spiritually. So in the fitness, in the prenatal fitness world, preparing physically means to be strong, to be fit. And I'm actually talking about something else. I'm talking about learning how to physically tap into our pelvic floor muscles, our breath, being able to access those muscles, um, and being able to shut off that fight or flight response is going to help our body respond appropriately through each stage of labor. 
um, mentally, it's knowing that we can get through this, that we are created to do this, that if things start to deviate from what we're hoping for, that we um, are still going to deliver that baby, we're still going to birth that baby, you know, trying to focus on the positive through each step of the way. And spiritually, you don't have to be um, religious to have a spiritual component to your birth, you know, whether you're tapping into prayer, if you believe in God, but also birth brings us to the end of ourselves and we need to have something that we can look to that's higher than ourselves. So maybe if someone's not spiritual, it's just thinking that women have been doing this for millions of years. Like we've been birthing for so long. We can birth too. We can stand on that energy of them who've gone before us. We can look to them as our guide, as our inspiration, as our ability to do this. Um, And that comes from shifting away from that conversation of childbirth is something to be feared to something that we can do that we are born to do that we were created evolved to do however you want to think of it that way and so that takes work I think those are the three things that women really need to do and to really not ignore the mindset piece Um, I think I've had many moms who've taken my course come back to me and they say you know I kind of rolled my eyes at the the mindset training and these all these exercises that you wanted me to do but I did work through all of that and come to find out that was what I needed the most when it was getting the most difficult in my labor. Or some of the moms who've taken my class, they've had, to get a, had a cesarean birth and it helped them feel okay with it. Not maybe 100% okay with it. It's okay to grieve how you birth, but to just know that there are different outcomes of birth and to have thought through all of that. That's what I want moms to focus on Yes, the nursery is important. Yes, the baby registry is important. But we need to sit down and calculate how much are we saving up for for this baby and how much are we saving up for ourselves to prepare ourselves. I get a lot of DMs and moms say, "It's too your course is too expensive because I'm spending all this money on my nursery. And I said, well, we need to separate that. We need to have a budget for ourselves. We need to have a budget for our own self-care during pregnancy, for our own prep work during pregnancy. So we're stronger postpartum that, you know, the $500 crib versus the $100 crib. Can you adjust that so that you have more money to spend on yourself? And it's just, it's a mindset switch. And that's something that I want moms to be empowered to focus on themselves, to invest in their health, their education, and that's supposed to be just my birth class, investing in, you know, we can go down the road of nutrition, you know, the healthier organic foods, the non-processed foods, to get away from the sugar, to focus on our health. All of these things are going to help us towards birth. And this is a conversation that really isn't being had in birth classes or with OBGYNs. They're not really asking, how, what are you eating? What are you doing for exercise? How is your mindset today? Those are the questions we need to dive into. Yeah, it's such a good point. It's really, it's more like, make sure you, you know, exercise 30 minutes a day and don't eat this whole long list of things. And then really no touching on the mindset. And I think, you know, I know personally mindset, that's the hardest work to do. And I think that that's why probably people avoid it. Or like you said, they kind of rolled their eyes at it, but they worked their way through it still because it's, it's hard. And doing that work really makes all the difference, but it's so easy to just skip over it and say, I'll be fine, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Fully, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was to say, or did not fully understand what it even means. I mean, until I took these courses, I didn't know what that means, but we have to think, 
how do I handle those small stressors in my day? Am I just stressed out by small things or what's my go-to reaction when something doesn't go my way throughout the day? How we're handling those minor stressors is how we're going to handle childbirth because childbirth is so much harder than a flat tire or, you know, forgetting to pick your kid up from daycare. Like how are you handling those things is a snapshot into how you're going to handle birth. So we have to actually work through how we handle stress and stress is part of life. We're in a very stressful world right now. We can't escape it. I can't say just don't be stressed because you like Betsy, that's impossible. Um, but we can focus on how we internalize it, how we allow it to affect our body. And those are the things we have to work on. So childbirth prep to me isn't just focusing on that childbirth. It's focusing on yourself here and now and today. That's such a good point. And actually, that's kind of what I was going to ask you is when you work through and we'll get into the push lab, but do you have like a, I'm sure you have many, but is there like a strategy you could share um, that you have women kind of start doing to tap into their mindset or notice those um, stressors even before they get to childbirth? Sure. So I have a lot of different things in my course, but one thing that stands out is looking at what is causing me stress to begin with. Um, There is internal stressors and there's external stressors. So we have to build up our mental armor. What are we allowing into our head? And so we need to sit and think on that. You know, are there people in our life that are causing us a lot of stress? Do they need to be a center of our life right now as we're preparing for childbirth? You know, maybe it's a friend where every time you sit down with her, you leave that conversation being like, oh, we just gossip the entire time. Or like, we just, you know, complain about our husbands, things that didn't build me up. It kind of broke me down. Um, or how do I feel after being on my phone? Am I escaping reality by scrolling through my phone? Are these accounts that I'm looking at, are they making me feel better when I walk away or are they making me feel worse about myself? So taking an account into what you're allowing into your head is going to help decrease those stressors to begin with. So we have to be, we have to have, what did I call it? Build up your mindset. We have to have armor surrounding our brain and stepping away from the things that aren't serving us during this time of life. Pregnancy is a very sensitive time. Postpartum, oh my gosh, the hormones that first, you know, month postpartum are just, it's a roller coaster. And if you're doing that work now, you're going to feel better postpartum. So one thing is to take an account, to literally write out, what am I looking at? To look at what is causing me stress and does this need to be a part of my life? Yes, there are things, you know, maybe your mom has cancer or you're struggling with cancer or there's a you know, illness in your family, you can't escape that. But there are things that we allow into our lives that don't need to be a part of our life right now. And that's such a great skill, like, to carry through pregnancy, like you said, postpartum, and then just life in general. I think it's, you know, people are getting a lot out of that if they can learn to tap into that. Absolutely. And there's just so much going on in our world today. We have to limit what we allow in. Yeah. And honestly, the stress isn't going to stop when the baby comes either. It's just going to pile on more. So learning, learning and managing those techniques is going to be huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you don't know what your postpartum life is going to look like, you Mm -hmm. know, um, it's tough, but it's beautiful and it's the best journey you'll go on, but it's going to stretch you. Yeah, sure. For sure. Now you've mentioned a little bit your, your course, the push lab. So can you share a little bit more about, um, what it is, what it offers, what it looks like for women? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it is 
completely online. It is videos that you can access as soon as you purchase the course. You have access to it forever, so it will be there for you through each pregnancy. Um, I take you through five different modules, and I'm taking you through the mindset training. I'm teaching you about the anatomy of your body and why that matters. Um, so that you can understand how to push safely and confidently to minimize tearing. I have an entire module on how to, that your birth partner can support you physically, mentally, and spiritually as well. And that is taught with my husband, who's also a physical therapist. And he teaches so many hands-on techniques, massage techniques, a lot of things that um, your partner can do to help decrease your pain levels. And this is important, whether you want an epidural or not, my birth course is for any mama who is hoping to have a vaginal delivery. Um, you've got to understand how to tap into your muscles, how to prepare your muscles for birth. This is called neuromuscular training. That's what we call it in the PT world. And even if you have an epidural and you can't feel below your waist, if you've been practicing these things, your body is going to know what to do because you've trained the connections of muscle to brain. Um, and then I have an entire exercise library that's going to support you through your pregnancy. So if you're wondering, how do I exercise safely? How can I protect my diastasis rectus? How can I make sure that I'm not putting too much pressure through my pelvic organs, you know, to avoid pelvic organ prolapse? I have all of that there. All of it is meant to support the pregnant mom so that she is physically trained for childbirth. And... With all of that, I have a couple bonuses. I have a massage, perineal massage video that you get. I have a downloadable, downloadable PDF for whether you had a vaginal birth or a cesarean birth. So some pointers on healing immediately postpartum for no matter how your birth goes. And it has been such a blessing having this course available to moms. Um, there's also an option for a one-on-one -on -one call if you want to purchase that too, but most moms don't feel they need that with all the information that's there, with some Q&As that I've recorded that I've added in, so some common frequently asked questions I make sure to answer. And I'm always available through email and DM, so the moms who take my course, they feel like they have access to me um, when they need it. And that's the push lab. My goal is that it is just an in-depth course that is holistically training you for childbirth. Um, that's kind of taking you beyond what you learn in the hospital. And surprisingly, I have had a lot of moms sign up. Maybe 60% of the moms who sign up are not first-time moms. They're moms who went out, walked away from their birth and like, wow, what just happened? Like, I didn't feel prepared for that. Or my birth plan went out the window. Um, it just didn't go as I hoped. I There's a lot of trauma there. So a lot of those moms signed up for my course and have then given birth and have expressed how much more empowered they felt and prepared they felt and confident they felt. And I'm not here saying, oh, if you take my course, you won't have a cesarean. No, some of the moms, it has gone down that route. But they their mindset was stronger and they felt better about how the outcome came. And that's my goal, that every mom can feel empowered no matter how they birth so that they can focus on their little baby and that bond and that they're not traumatized. We shouldn't be traumatized. You know, that's just, that's my mission with my birth class. And it's been available now for gosh, a year and a half. And it's just been, it's been a great experience supporting moms globally with this class. Yeah. And it's funny that you say it's, it's been majority, not first time moms. Cause like, as you're explaining it, I, you can connect to it. So I'm thinking back, like 
oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm picturing this from my labor and delivery experience and that would have been so helpful for that. Or the fact that, you know, your husband is involved in the course and, and I think often the birth partner kind of feels helpless because they're like, I mean, I just think back to my poor husband. He had the, um, whatever they are, like the mantras printed out the cards and he's so sweet. He's trying to like talk to me during birth and read them to me and I'm just like, stop it. <laughs> so for if, if there's, you know, for the birth partners to just have that, like I know you mentioned that you get DMs of people that are worried about the price point of it because they're spending money on other things, but you hear how much is included in that and it's like, holy cow, that's just, it's guiding you through the whole pregnancy experience, through labor and delivery and postpartum. And like the amount that that is worth is just, it's amazing that you're able to provide all that. Yeah, I would say it's invaluable. And I think the calculated cost, it's, you know, well worth over $2,500 and I have it for under $250. And you're absolutely right. You know, my husband too, even though he's a physical therapist that first birth, he was a little bit deer in the headlights because men, they've only recently been allowed into the birth room for centuries. They were outside the birth room and it was your mom and your aunts and your sisters and the midwives um, in there with you. And now men are taking a more active role, which is amazing, but they do deserve some training. So that they're like, okay, I've got a couple things that I can work on. Um, I know I have this toolbox of birth things that I can try. And the communication is important too, because like you said, like your husband's like, okay, I've got these birth mantras and you're like, those aren't what I need right now. So a husband needs to understand that what the mom needs in each phase of labor may change and kind of being like ready to think on his feet or Mm -hmm. her feet, whoever your birth partner is. Um, And it's a skill. And yeah, the, the guys that take my class, they love it. They, they feel very appreciative that they are not the deer in the headlights. They're not, you know, terrified. Mm-hmm. of the entire experience um and that's great because you know they deserve to feel empowered too <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah I can well I know for sure personally I'm going to bookmark that for when we do get ready to have a second because you know I think both my husband and I we do have kind of some trauma from our first birth experience so being able to kind of go through pregnancy with a whole new perspective and and feel more prepared and empowered would be amazing <laughs> And I have so many moms take my course who want a VBAC, so a vaginal birth after cesarean, um, and that this course is going to help prepare your body physically. A lot of women are told, you know, my hips are too small or my body failed me. I ended up having that cesarean. And there's a lot of that negative um, talk, self-talk from having a cesarean birth. And I just so feel for moms who have gone through that. And I think that this course really does help with all of that too. Yeah. Um, you just take on a whole different mindset and to not think of it as redeeming yourself like oh now I'm going to do it better this time each birth is different each baby is different and you as a person as a mom is completely different so we have to kind of look at that as this was a separate situation this is something different and to move forward rather than thinking I have to do better or I have to redeem myself. I don't like those words. And mm-hmm. I see those sometimes out in the birth world, like this is my redemption. And I don't like thinking of it that way. I like yeah. to think of it as this is a brand new experience, something new, something that I'm ready to prepare for with yeah. my partner. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Now, I like to always ask kind of at the end as we get ready to wrap up, I like to ask my guests that are mamas on here how they 
feel like they upgraded since becoming a mom. And like we touched on at the beginning, you know, childbirth has become kind of fear-based and we hear the negative experiences. And I think, unfortunately, sometimes motherhood, it's the same. It's fear-based, it's negative, and there are so many positives that come with it that I like to kind of shine light on that. So I'd love to hear how you feel like you've upgraded or some positive things you've seen in yourself since becoming a mom. Of course. I love this question. And the first thing that immediately came to mind is that my inner child came out. So that little girl that loved to play without inhibition, without worrying about what people were thinking of her, having a baby, so having a newborn and a toddler and just being the silliest mom, whatever I have to do to get those giggles, it's like that little girl inside of you that slowly your self-confidence gets chipped away and insecurities come to light as we get older, you know, we we kind of get away from that inner child. So just being able to play freely with my kids is something that has brought me pure joy, something that I don't think I was experiencing in my 20s. Um, I was just working hard in the grind, getting my doctorate degree, working hard, starting a business, and having children. It's just, it brings so much joy. It's so difficult. And if you're a mom listening to this, and you're pregnant and you're just terrified of birth or how am I going to do it or how am I going to bring another child into the world I'm already stretched there's so much joy there and that's what I just love that my kids have given me the opportunity to just have so much joy and play with them Mm -hmm. I love that that's why I love asking that question is everybody has kind of a different experience but then once once they share it I'm like oh my gosh yes like you know you just there's so many different positive pieces that I love that now Could you also share as we wrap up just where people could find you and where they could find your course? And I'll make sure to put all of it in the show notes too, so that people can connect with you. Absolutely. So my Instagram handle is Dr. Betsy PT. My website is yesmamaco.com where you can see um, more about what I offer product wise, where my birth course is. And for all of your listeners, I have a exclusive discount code for your community so we can post that below your in your show notes too Um, and if you click the link through the show notes that will allow you to have that coupon code so it's automatic rather than having to give like a little type it in remember yeah awesome um so i'd love to just offer that to everyone today and i pride myself of being very responsive in my dms so if you have any questions about my course you're not sure if it's right for you i'm always here to chat Um, I like to be available. So that's how you can find me. Awesome. That's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and everything that you shared and everything that you are doing. I personally appreciate it, but I know a lot of mamas out there can connect with it and appreciate it too. Of course. Thank you for having me. I love chatting and I love what you're doing. I think that, you know, Yes, there's many podcasts out there, but there's so many different voices and your voice is very calming and unique and your perspective is very positive. And that's something that as moms, we all need in our lives. So thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Moms Full Circle podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of our new episodes. I'm always looking to expand my tribe, so please reach out. You can find me at Caroline underscore Prestano on social media. I can't wait to connect with you and I'll catch you in the next episode.